I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. 1.36 is the time here in the KSL Newsroom. Thanks again for tuning in to today's episode of the program. Oh, listen, I, I know you're keeping track. 247 is episode number 247 today on this Monday between Christmas and New Year's. An interesting time to be in the, the news business. Typically, there's not much going on. This year, uh, this year very much different, especially if you are a consumer of uh, Washington, D.C. news. If you are a follower of all things political and congressional and, well, There's a lot going on right now. And if you add that to the recent updates in the coronavirus, or at least our battle against the coronavirus, the increasing number of Americans on the receiving end of a vaccine, the developments by various country or uh, companies rather in their vaccine trials. Well, it's uh, there's plenty to talk about. And we'll continue that here now. Uh, I I want to share with you some of the things that were revealed earlier this morning by Dr. Todd Vento, an Intermountain Healthcare infectious disease physician. There was a news conference explaining what hospitals could see during the next several weeks and what people should do if they believe they could have been exposed to someone with COVID-19. I I can't share any identities or anything specific about this uh, because I don't want to betray anyone's privacy or anything. Uh, But let me just say to you that uh, over the past uh, few days, uh, I have myself been uh, a a witness to or I'll put it I'll put it this way. Some people very close to me are right now battling the the coronavirus, COVID-19, some people very close to me. Uh, some people I love more than uh, almost anyone else on the uh, on the planet. Now it's not it's not myself, uh, my my wife, nor Piper. Uh, we've been able to sidestep this virus, uh, but it's it's real, and the risks posed by holiday travel are real. We've got Thanksgiving behind us. We now have Christmas behind us. There is one more day. That's New Year's. New Year's Eve, especially a time where uh, many folks get together. New York City, you know, has canceled the in-person gathering of the Times Square celebration. And my attitude has changed dramatically. And I uh, will not be rolling the dice. I will not be taking any risks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait. 2021 is almost here. It's a, a new page in this storybook we've been reading. We are about to turn the page, and hopefully as we read on, that this story will quickly lead to the herd immunity chapter when when the vaccine uh, makes its way into the arms of us regular Americans. It's coming. I'm confident of that. Anyway, back to Todd Vento and the Intermountain Healthcare uh, press conference, which took place earlier today. I want to share with you just a number of the things that he spoke on. First, uh, Dr. Vento talked about 
uh, weekend trends. He said that after the holidays, they should get better numbers than in uh, than, than the long Christmas weekend. That the weekend trends aren't quite reliable right now. Here's what he did say. But really, what I'd say up front is that our trends right now are uh, not necessarily as reliable in terms of interpretation, mainly because we had a uh, lower number of testing and uh, lower um, uh, reporting. We had a uh, Department of Health was actually uh, off on the 25th, so they combined the 25th and the 26th uh, case count. So we won't be able to really trend what happened in that short period of time, but we'll be looking that looking at those numbers uh, more closely over the next one to two weeks after the holidays. We've had sufficient time to look at Thanksgiving. We learned that uh, that we we showed an ability to limit the spread. There was an anticipated spike. It did not arrive. Right? Uh, we, we took care to socially distance and did all the things to avoid what was predicted. Right? And now we are in a situation where our fingers are crossed that we can again demonstrate that ability when it comes to the Christmas holiday. Now, there is a decline. If you've been following along at home and you see the the COVID-19 numbers as released by the Utah Department of Health each day, if you if you've been keeping track, the numbers are on the decline. There is a reason to think that we are on a good path. Let me pull them up here. What do we have today? 1716 uh, positive cases since yesterday. 1,716 additional individuals test positive for the coronavirus. That's a rolling seven-day average, 4% of positive lab tests of 24.4. Oh, the, the other detail that the Department of Health has made available each day is the reported total number of vaccines administered. 17,000, 17,543 uh, would like to see that number uh, a good deal higher, and it of course will increase each day. But hopefully, it increases quickly. Uh, let's get that. Let's get that done. All right, and then once this is all said and done, once the vaccine is broadly available, let's hope uh, that we can get the percentage of the overall Utah population as close to a hundred percent as possible. I know there are hesitancies, and we can talk about those. Uh, but anyway, here are the numbers. Uh, hospitalizations, 498 Utahns currently hospitalized with COVID-19 and an additional five deaths from yesterday. Four females and a male passed away due to the coronavirus. Dr. Vento continued, <clears throat> excuse me, Dr. Vento continued uh, talking about the trends and saying that Utah is doing much better with the decline of COVID numbers. Hospitalization numbers overall have have plateaued and declined uh, over several weeks. And while the nation actually had a surge within a surge, so we have a fall surge and then we had a post-Thanksgiving surge for the United States, we didn't see that quite that level of increase in cases after Thanksgiving as we were um, fearing or or concerned about uh, in Utah, which was very good. Um, And so that, uh, that was reflected in our hospitalizations being in the high 400s heading into Christmas a holiday when they had been up to high 500s, uh, even close to 600 prior to that. Pat yourself on the back and then keep it up. Here, Dr. Vento talked about the number of COVID vaccines that have been given in Utah. The latest number there, I'll remind you, 17,543. In terms of vaccinations, the state's approximately uh, at 17,000 in terms of number of total doses that they've given. 
Intermountain, I believe, is uh, over 7,000 and counting. Uh, that includes both the Pfizer vaccine and the Moderna vaccine that have been actually given to frontline healthcare workers as part of the phase 1A uh, portion of the vaccine plan or vaccination plan. Time is getting tight to make it through the rest of the comments delivered by Dr. Vento of Intermountain Healthcare. But here's one uh, comment I wanted to be sure you heard, and it has to do with uh, it has to do with vaccines and those individuals who have reported mild COVID symptoms. Here's what Dr. Vento had to say on that. Uh, we haven't had any real significant trends in terms of significant adverse effect trends. Um, uh, most common reported complaint that's being monitored uh, closely by our vaccine teams uh, is that they have a sore arm. And, uh, and that lasts maybe a day or less is what's been reported uh, mostly. I, I share that with you only because, as I've told you a number of times in the past, I'm I'm on team vaccine. I, I'm convinced. I'm convinced to to the point that I would recommend it to my wife and young baby Piper as soon as there is one uh, approved, safe, and effective for for youngsters. But I, I'm 100% comfortable. And when it comes to be my turn, uh, I'll roll up my sleeve. And I hope that those listening would do that. Would do the same. Dr. Vento here giving us good reason to be uh, confident in that. 17,000 plus Utahns have received the vaccine. Uh, most common reaction was a little bit of a sore arm that went away after a day. All right, uh, that's it. I'm, uh, I'm good here. We're going to take a break right now. When we return, there is uh, some question about vaccine effectiveness. There are unanswered questions. Namely, once an individual receives the vaccine, how long after the second dose... How long can that individual be confident in their immunity? That's a question mark right now. Dr. Stenium will share his thoughts ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.